what's up y'all it's your girl miracle sims and i'm getting ready to tell you all the easiest way to make your own podcast and that's with anchor by spotify friends listen all you got to do is either download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm and they have everything you need in one place you can record edit and they'll even distribute it and the best thing about it is that it's absolutely free so if you're ready to start your new journey today then go ahead and download the app or go to the website anchor.fm just like yours truly transition back inside um, control came into my mind the word control um, and as I started to look at that eventually I came across I think uh, I think then another phrase came into my mind it was the phrase um, uh, what's the word? Uh, ye of little faith that came into my mind so, uh, upon looking that up, uh, the verse Mark 11 and 22 stood out to me, and that says, and Jesus answered them, have faith in God. So, I, I felt the need to go deeper and whatnot, and so I ended up reading Mark 11, 22 through 33, so that is going to be in the go deeper section for today. fig tree and you know um, the people or the Pharisees whatever the case is asking you know Jesus by what authority you know 
culture acted their question by asking them um, you know to I guess answer a question about the baptism of John and the interesting thing is uh, I really liked how like when I read the answer or read like the response on one hand it made Jesus seem very petty or that's just a, a way that we would describe to be petty or at least between me and my friends uh, <laughs> but I just thought it was interesting too like really like I mean maybe he didn't say it in a snippy way but again y'all know that me and comedy and all that stuff so um yeah I just found it to be very interesting the fact that like he he turned it back around on them asked them to answer a question they didn't want to answer the question they were just pretty much like oh you know we can't tell or whatever the case is and then he was like well by you know basically he would say he said neither do I tell you by what authority I do these things so it just was like <laughs> um, yeah I found that to be interesting this morning so that that led me to keep going so I ended up reading uh, Mark 12 in its entirety and I'm just going to share with you guys the verses that stood out to me so um the first set of verses I would say was uh, about the husband and the Lord and the vineyard verse 1, I'm just going to paraphrase it a bit, it says, a certain man planted a vineyard, set a hedge, digged, now again I'm paraphrasing here, so he planted the vineyard, he set a hedge, he digged a place for the, the wine fat, he built a toe, uh, excuse me, built a tower, and, um, and then it said here that he let it out to the husbandman. Now, I wanted to go deeper on some of the words and things like that, um, just to kind of get a better idea of, like, the, I guess, the verbiage of the day, because, uh, for example, like, wine fat, um, that doesn't mean much to me, you know, right now, and I know that's going to sound interesting, because, again, you know, um, you know, because I have the whole wine business and whatnot, but still, you know what I'm, I've been very clear that I'm a wine amateur so um but yeah so things like that I wanted to kind of look up just to get a better like again idea and, and perspective of the verbiage he was using and whatnot and, and maybe even additional meanings um I did not do that this morning not yet but um you know maybe that could be something that we, that we all go deeper about today uh but yes, yeah, so that's one thing. Um, yeah, and so he said that he let it out to the husbandman, and then basically uh, paraphrasing again the story a little bit more, it's just it said basically like every time he sent like a servant or someone to go and you know receive some of the fruit, uh, the husbandman would either beat them or he killed them, even to the point where uh, when the man sent his own son. Um, you know, they, they did the same. So, um, one of the verses that stood out to me the most in this was verse 9. It says, What shall therefore the Lord of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the husbandman and will give the vineyard unto others. So, and that could, <laughs> that could mean a lot of things, y'all. That could mean a whole lot of things, but, uh, you know, it could be 
representation of just Earth in general. It could be a representation of America. It could be represent a lot of stuff if you really, really think about it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting that you know these individuals in this parable, you know, received uh, basically they received the land. They received something. Let's just say something. They received something that they didn't work for they didn't create they didn't um it was given to them from what i'm understanding now i mean no it didn't say rent or nothing like that so it didn't seem like they even paid anything um i don't know what lit means back in those days um because it said you know it said let it out let it out to the husband then so maybe that meant rent or something like that that's again that's another reason why i wanted to go deeper on some of the choices and whatnot um, just to get a better understanding again but from the top of my head uh, it seems as if the husband man received something that they did not work for they did not create and was given pretty much authority over the situation and all you know that person who did all the work was looking for some fruit from it you know and, uh, and but instead of giving fruit they, you know, <laughs> like I said, you know, beat servants, killed some servants, so many times, like over and over again, from what, what I'm, you know, understanding about the description here, it was over and over again, to the point where, you know, the person sent their son, like, surely they'll, you know, uh, acknowledge and give some, you know, the authority of my son, but they even killed him, apparently, so, um, very interesting very interesting you know how we can all put this all together in you know in those days because clearly uh it goes on to say in mark 12 that you know the, the pharisees the sadducees whoever at that time you know knew exactly that they were talking about them um which is interesting because then again if you think about it this is before the crucifixion so hmm. but anyway uh <laughs> y'all can go deeper about that but anyway um but yeah, just, it's just very interesting, very interesting to reflect on today. So that was one of the first things that stood out to me. Uh, then verse 10 and 11 stood out. It says, the stone which the builders rejected is become the head of the corner. This was the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. Um, now, again, this is a, I feel like this is a, description or whatnot so maybe uh, maybe some of you all know the whole thing about the cornerstone maybe some don't um, what I've heard about it because again I didn't like research it again this morning to get you know confirmation or whatnot <laughs> but what I heard about it is that the cornerstone is like the strongest or something like that of, of when you're building um, something like that because it's like both both sides are, are like, uh, how can I say it, Lord? Like, both sides, like when you have corner or something like that, it's like both sides are uh, leaning on that or something like that. I don't know, y'all. We gotta, we gotta go deeper about that. Um, look up, you know, in building terms, what it means and whatnot. But, um, yeah, apparently it's an important part of building. It's an important part of the building process, the cornerstone. So um, that's one thing. Um, 
also the fact that it was a question. So that, that second part there says, Thus was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And, it, and I have a question mark. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I think what I was just reflecting on on all of this is just kind of gives me that, or gives me the understanding that, you know, we, there's just things that are beyond our knowledge, right? Or things that God is doing that is um, more than we probably can even understand or whatnot. Um, you know, they, again, they were trying to trap him up by asking him all these different types of questions and whatnot, but um, it's like, well, he knew how to handle it. One, he wasn't like it's shying away from their questions and whatnot but at the same time too again it just was kind of showing me that um we're limited right we're limited in our thinking and, and everything like that but hey here goes some more uh bible to, to, <laughs> for you so then verse 16 and 17 stood out to me and it was talking about uh caesar and everything like that because they were trying to trap him in one of those things they was like oh well should we pay should we pay taxes or something like that they were trying to ask him and so uh, in these verses it says whose is the image and subscription they said unto him Caesar's and Jesus answered said answering said unto them render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's that that's really profound like the way to think about the whole situation because you know again we get so uh, consumed and, and overwhelmed with, with money we get consumed and overwhelmed with like the things of this world and at the end of the day you know um, at least according to the bible it's like it's not that, I say it's not that deep but kind of <laughs> um, you know and yeah I guess it, it gives the it puts the focus, at least that verse for me, it kind of puts the focus on, um, you know, not say how much concern we should give some stuff, but again, it kind of, you know what I mean? Like, um, like, yeah, you know, acknowledging that bills and all these things are important things that's going on in this world, um, but should that... Verse 24 stood out to me, and it says, Do ye not therefore err, because ye know not the scripture, neither the power of God? Um, yeah, they were trying to trap him up again, talking about, like, you know, when somebody dies, whose wife is it, X, Y, and Z, because of the whole thing about, oh, the brothers have to marry the wife, or whatever the case is, and so whose wife is she going to be when, um, resurrected x y and z um in verse 27 he goes he is not the lord of the dead but the god of the living ye therefore do greatly err so yeah y'all i mean you know hey (laughs) i'm just sharing what stood out to me this morning and whatnot um let me leave you guys with this couple of verses that stood out to me um it was verses 29 and then verse 30 um i mean i think we all kind of heard the whole um you know the 
love your neighbor as yourself. I feel like we we hear that more so than anything. Again, verse 29 and 30 just really stood out to me this morning. And I think it just, again, puts a perspective on where our focus and whatnot should be. Um, Verse 29 says, The first of all commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with strength that is the first commandment so um yeah i mean i mean that's a lot to marinate on today you know what i'm saying um and i feel like i've talked about this in the past at least not during juice but like long time ago <laughs> those of you that follow me on youtube or whatever you know probably way back in the day back when i was doing um the hopeful romantic or no no i was doing like let that marinate or whatever i was doing <laughs> but anyway um the whole thing is like you know if we if we do this one commandment here right then it's like all all other issues and whatnot would will be no null and void you know what I'm saying um because if we love God then we would you know and the second thing you know, obviously they said after right you know he said right after that was to love our neighbors actually but if we first love God right then we would these are just things that would come along with loving God it's just something to go deeper about today y'all um that right there really really stood out this morning at least that part so i hope that you guys let that marinate on your heart souls and minds as well now interestingly enough um i'm gonna kind of stop right there in regards to uh parables but obviously they went on a little bit more than that i'm just sharing the ones that stood out to me but you know by all means check out the entirety of mark 12 if you want to really really you know go deeper about that um, what I was going to say is interestingly enough, the Bible verse of today um, is kind of a reiteration of, I guess, what I was talking about Saturday, or at least at some point last week, as well as, again, I feel like a good, good way to round up this, this juice this morning is Hebrews 13 and 8. It says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. I hope you all enjoyed this juice this morning. Thank you so much for listening to God's Sex and Love. You're the little of inspiration and juice. I pray you guys can go forth and have a wonderful day. And I look forward to talking to you all tomorrow. The Lord's Bye-bye. Uh-uh. There's no time to get my nails done. Oh, I know. I went to unwindselfcare.com. And got my 100% nail polish strips. Thanks, Unwind Self Care.